Welcome back to episode 107 of Your Best Year Starts Here. Your best year. Um, and Nigel and I, you know, this is our third episode within an hour that we're recording right now. Um, because you may or may not know this, but the way we tend to record our episodes, we do a chunk at a time. We don't do one episode every week. Oh, don't spoil the illusion, Neil. Don't spoil uh, the illusion. Well, no, but I think it's I think it's important to understand because you know, for me, one of the things that's come up recently with some of my clients, especially around things like content creation and video creation and stuff like that, is the yeah, but I haven't got time to do this every day. Well, guess what? Most people don't make time to do this every day. They make time to do this, say, once a week or once a month or once every six weeks, but they produce stuff that gives them things for every day or every week or you know, three times a week or whatever their publication schedules they've decided they need in their business are. They don't do it every single day. They do it in such a way that it's made available every single day. And there's a big difference. Were you waiting for me to just acknowledge that, were you? I was just waiting for something. We got a stunned silence, I think. <laughs> well, I thought you were going somewhere. I kept waiting for the for the moment. That was it, was it? Okay. So what was really interesting for me last week um, is that I got a phone call out of the blue from a client, okay? Now, what I love more than anything else, I've been speaking now 23 years, so I've got a reasonable catalogue of very nice clients Clients who aren't that nice but book me because they like my direct style, etc. And I happen to be in the northeast of England, in the middle of nowhere, and opposite the building that I was speaking in was an existing client. Okay. And you know those old days we really used to used to ring up a client, I might be passing. Yeah. There's not a chance you will be passing where I was. It was the northeast of England, the middle of nowhere, the ocean was on the left-hand side, the ocean. The north, the north, wherever sea it was. Sea, yeah. And I happened to ring this client up and say, I happen to be opposite your window. Now, now another delivery man's turned up. It's unbelievable how busy it can be when we're doing podcasts. Um, Alfie is telling me someone's at the door, but I'm not yeah, going to answer. Hear him. Um, now my wife's going, Stop it. He's doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like Alfie's going to go, Oh, well, that's okay then. <laughs> so I, I just rang this client and say, I know you're never going to be able to believe this, but I'm actually outside your building and I'm at a housing association opposite. What was interesting was that I got a phone call literally last week asking if I'd do an event. Mm -hmm. And when they rang me, I said, I just want to let you know that something you did in 2015, I still have on my desk. Okay. They went, don't be silly. What do you mean? I said, do you remember you gave all the speakers and you made them a little Lego piece. And each speaker, and, and I know you'll find this hard to believe, but mine says uh, Cheeky Monkey. But they've spelt monkey wrong. And apparently that was on purpose, <laughs> seeing whether I'd noticed. Okay? But it's been on my desk for five years. This little piece. Now, obviously, I've lost the hat. Now, for those people who can see, it's a little Lego piece, um, etc. But they also gave us oops, a survival kit of things that would be useful, uh, you might be able to see. And I've kept it. And the reason I'm bringing this up is that we need to make sure that we keep in touch with our clients, but we also leave an 
impression or we make an impact with them so that for years to come, when they want something, not just a motivational speaker, but when they think of your name, what comes up when someone says Neil Martin, and we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago, is it the father, the husband, the juice master, the 4,000-mile run he did in three days or whatever it is? I'm close on the mark somewhere. But, But the concept is, do you know what's being said behind your back? What impression have you left with your clients? What impression have you left with your kids? When somebody asks your kids, what do you do? Do they know? And I was just looking at my little survival kit and looking at my little man on my desk thinking, I wonder what people think of Nigel Rizzo. What do people think of Neil Martin? What do people think about podcasts? Because our aim, and we don't know who's listening all days, and you know, every week we get more subscribers and it's brilliant and thank you. We get more reviews. But make sure that the impression that you're leaving people is something you're going to be proud of for 20 years. You know, not that you just did a phenomenal presentation and they've never heard from you. I want people to think that when I've left, people have enjoyed the experience. They've been mesmerized. They know that I was in their face. And I'm not always that pleasant. I'm brutal. You know, I tell the tone truth faster. And 2% of the world just don't like me, and I'm okay with that now. It's taken me a lot of years to get there. But when I shared with my client that I still had their Lego piece, I could see down the phone, which sounds a strange phrase, their little face go, that's pretty cool. He kept it. It must have meant something to him. Yep. You know, I know in your office you've got some great memorabilia. You've got some really cool stuff behind you. You've got your special disc for when you did millions of pounds of online stuff. I mean, those type of things are key. And it's not showing off because it's the stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm it, sure it, it, we... But you're right. I mean, very often it's the small things. You know, there's um, there's a client of mine that I don't know if they'll be listening to this or not, but they sent me a thank you. This is the weirdest story ever, right? Or it is for me. Of all the things I've ever been sent thank you cards for, and there's been quite a lot, and I, I keep most of them, but I don't necessarily know where they all are, but I keep most of them, if that makes any sense. Well, in your very tiny office that I can see in the background, I'm sure they must be in one of those drawers. <laughs> There's one that I know exactly where it is um, because it's the most unusual thank you card I've ever had because it was a thank you card for a refund. Yeah. And not only was it a thank you card for a refund, it was a thank you card with a monkey on the front of it because it's someone that knows my personality quite well um, that you know made a point of finding this cheeky monkey thank you card and sending it to me because I gave them a refund. Now, who the hell sends thank you cards for giving your money back? But the card inside literally explained, I mean, there was a whole bunch of circumstances around the work I was going to do with this client and why it got postponed and everything else. And there's some medical issues and all kinds of things that I won't go into the detail. But the important point was they basically wrote inside the card, thank you for doing what you tell people to do. How lovely is that? You know, when they approached me and said, hey, look, I've got this thing going on, my first response was, okay, how can I support you with it? You know, what can I do different to give you the outcome you need if you can't now do what we were planning on doing? That was point number one. Point number two was, you know, if you can't do the thing that you've paid me for, I don't 
I don't want to keep your money. So how do I give you your money back, but also support you in the new situation you find yourself in? You know, and I'm not saying that I go, hey, have your money back and now I'm going to do a bunch of work for you for free. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is a change in circumstances. How can I support you with the new circumstances? And what you've paid for, if that's not what I'm doing, you don't pay for the thing I'm not doing anymore, right? So you want to be remembered. I'm going to give you a new phrase here. You want to be, when I finish this, you're going to think it's a negative, it's a positive. You want to be remembered for being a mentor dick, okay? For someone who's a good person with a good heart that still has to earn money because you've got bills like everyone else. Absolutely. But in this moment, the purpose of giving the refund was more important to support them than yep. whether your cancellation fee says yes or no. Absolutely. I, I have on my office wall that someone said to me, Dear Nigel, some people come into our lives and quickly go. Some people stay a while, leave footprints in our heart, and we are never the same. And then they just said, thank you for an incredible week, and all I ask for you is to remember me as loving you. And I've got it wrong, because I think, how cool is that? And I know some of the words might have been from someone else, sure. and it may have been sent to other people, but it makes me feel special enough that I've kept it on my wall, because it just r- reached out to me, say, we had an experience, uh, you know, you we work together in the States. So, you know, the book we've recommended a couple of weeks ago, Jack Canfield's Aladdin Factor, I've co-facilitated with him mm-hmm. over a week period in Santa Barbara. And I've realized if you're ever going to study or learn, study near a beach, you know, you don't want to be in the mid the Midwest, study by a beach and it's a wonderful experience. Yep. But I've, I, I want to keep surrounding myself with positivity. So I think we've shared this before, but I've always got one of my folders with me close by. Yep. A book of success. And only yesterday, so I was, I don't know if you've done Microsoft Teams and you've done WebEx meetings. Yep. So to everyone who's listening to this, I've gone, uh, I've gone very, very high up on tech here. I'm now a MacBook Pro user. So the first call I've got is on WebEx. And this is what the client says to me. Uh, WebEx doesn't support MacBooks. <laughs> in that moment of time, I've got to look around my office and think, I need some success what do I do then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do here? I've now got to come off video because I can't get online. I can only do it as a phone call. Thankfully, it was a rehearsal. And that's the purpose of rehearsing so you yeah. can find out gl- glitches and mistakes. But it was just interesting that when – mistakes occur you don't if you put your black i don't know have you done any work with edward de bono and six, his his hats no so he has a, something called the six hat theory mm-hmm. and you occasionally have to put the black hat on and black okay, so I, i've done black hat meetings when i was in corporate that are probably based on that okay so when your black hat is on it can only have negative thinking okay yeah. and red hat is emotional blue hat sky thinking etc okay but when my webex stopped Instead of going to that dark place, I must be stupid, I look around my office to see testimonials, awards, and everything else and go, I can't get onto WebEx. It doesn't mean I'm stupid. I'm Absolutely. just having some technical issues. And that hat that I wear, that self-esteem that gets risen up through me, says, you know what, you're okay. You're just having an issue with that. Yep. The client then rang me and said, yeah, we don't like WebEx either. <laughs> I nearly want to then say, why are you using it? Yesterday, I'm on Microsoft Teams because the NHS don't use Zoom. 
mm-hmm. because of um, education. Education similar. I've done some stuff in education yeah. recently. But that I've now learned because of my MacBook, we're good on Microsoft Teams. Yep. Uh, so I'm now going into a studio next week for my WebEx. So I've just learned Teams. So I've just learned Zoom. I've learned Microsoft Teams. WebEx doesn't work. But all the time that I'm doing that, there are going to be glitches occurring. And you need to remember you've had millions and millions and millions of successes. But when you can see it, so I've got my little Lego piece on my desk and I've got some testimonials and you can probably see behind me, if you're watching this, some certificates on the wall. Nobody comes in my office and it's rare that I normally, my uh, camera is facing a different way. Yep. So people can normally see my animal hats, whatever, but I'm facing the wall slightly differently here. So you can see lots of different things here. There's my screensaver mm-hmm. and all the other stuff that's going on. But you need to surround yourself, if not with people, because sometimes we're working on our own, with things that surround you that make you feel good. You know, it's now three, no, it's, not, it's four o'clock. It's getting dark. Fortunately, I've got light in my office and I've got some cool books. I've got some certificates. I've got animal hats. I've got some new things. I got sent to me. Brilliant. Hold on. <laughs> is this more chocolate? Yeah, it is. But this one is some bananas for you. Chocolate bananas. Cool. Yeah. Obviously, because they know the type of personality I am. Chocolate bananas for a monkey. But it's just interesting as we finish this, this session today. If you surround yourself with success, you surround yourself with successful people, and you read successful stories, there is a 1% chance it rubs off on you. Yep. I can guarantee surround yourself with negative people, have negative television on, and have negative people in your life, you will be negative. Absolutely. There's the difference. You- Absolutely. There's one, one thing that you mentioned when you're talking about like one of the things you've got on the shelf. It reminded me of a sign outside one of my favorite cafes. Okay, there's a cafe here in Cheltenham called the Curious Cafe and Bistro. Awesome food, great place. They have a sign on the wall, like next to their entrance door. And it says, everyone who passes through these doors brings us joy. Some when they enter and some when they leave. What I'd like you to do, Neil, is I want them to hear this, that you've mentioned them on the radio, on the radio, on on our podcast. And I wonder if we could do a mention to lots of other people's businesses, but we want positive stories. So if you've liked this episode, obviously we'd like a review, but if there's a story or a local business near to you that has done something phenomenal, let us know. We'll do a shout out. We'll be a bit like the the radio. Uh, But especially this year, right? You know, there's a lot of um, kind of small business heroes out there. I'm going to mention it. I'm going to mention another one really quickly. Um, My favorite Chinese restaurant, uh, 288 Bar and Walk, again here in Cheltenham. Um, They do some phenomenal, phenomenal things. And during COVID, the way they've adapted their business has, has been way better than most of the like chain restaurants around them. Yet it's a small family owned business. You know, I, I'll give you another example of them and one of the things they did. And this is actually going back a few years, but their restaurant got vandalized and someone smashed the windows and they got the windows boarded up, but they couldn't actually get the glass replaced for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something. So they got a local artist to come and paint a mural on, on, on the boardings, which they then hung on the wall inside the restaurant. 
Very nice. You know, and it's it's that kind of creative thinking that I just think is phenomenal. And Pakwai that owns the place, um, he and I have both done like guest lectures at one of our local universities here. And he went and taught some business students. And I said to him, you know, what's your, what's your number one bit of advice you gave? And he said, my business model is really, really simple. He said, you know, smile, be nice to people. And if something goes wrong, offer them free drinks. Very cool. And on that note, have a lovely week. I will see you next week. Look forward to it. And have lots of fun. Be good. Yeah. And make sure you leave us a review. See you soon. Obviously.